I have a question for you. What do you know about stem cells? What if you could activate your own stem cells naturally? Are you suffering from any signs of aging? Gray hair, saggy skin, aches and pains throughout your body, not sleeping through the night? I have found something that has helped to redefine my aging, that has helped to give me more energy. I'm sleeping better at night. My stamina is increased. And any pain and tension and stress, inflammation, gone. Have you heard about the new stem cell activation technology? What if you could activate your own stem cells for less than a cup of coffee a day? I've been using stem cell activating patches for over 13 years. They have been life-changing for me. Head over to jenniferpilates.com, click on the X39 stem cell activation patch, and let's continue this conversation and get you to the healthiest you you've ever been. Welcome to Empowered Within, a soul-quenching, transformational podcast that will set your soul on fire through candid and inspiring conversations. Leading experts, celebrities, healers, and I share our journeys of how we've overcome challenges to living an empowered life from within. I'm your host, Jennifer Pilates. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Within. Hi there, and welcome to the show. I am both honored and excited to have with us today, Mr. Timothy Doyle. Tim is a spiritual teacher and guide who shares the channeled teachings of the Golden Ones based on the universal laws and principles of harmony, balance, order, and unity for the greater good. Since 2013, Tim has worked with thousands of people to assist in comprehending their purpose in life and the best path for their soul's ascension. Tim is an ordained metaphysical minister, Reiki master, a kundalini yoga instructor, and author of three books. Tim, welcome to the show. I'm honored to have you with us today. I'm so excited to learn and hear about your journey, which is so incredible. Will you share when you became aware that you were spiritually gifted? Probably when I started to meditate. I was raised Catholic. And myself, personally, I had a a relationship with God, and I was an altar boy. I wanted to become a Catholic priest. I tried it for a year in high school, and it didn't agree with me. And then I started to meditate in my 20s, early 20s. I had a psychic reading from my spiritual minister at the time, and I started meditating. And in my meditations, I raised the kundalini. I didn't know anything about chakras. I didn't know anything about kundalini or out of body or anything like that, Jennifer. I just had this sincere desire to be the best servant for God. Kundalini is a energy in the root chakra, and it supports your spiritual path. There's a lot of people in India that meditate just to raise the kundalini, but the kundalini is raised only to support the soul in their mission to serve God. That's beautiful. Um, I started um, meditating. I started having great experiences with my teachers and so forth. And then that was in 72. And then in 83, when I was in meditation, came home from work. And in my meditation, there was an appearance. I was visited by a golden light beam. 
And Jennifer, I could see him as clearly as I see you right now in my mind's eye. My eyes were closed and my vision just opened up and there was this beautiful golden light beam from head to toe with radiating golden clothing and so forth. And he took a necklace from around his neck and it, it went from him to me, which I don't know how long that distance was. And he put the necklace around my neck and there was a tingling sensation through my body. Well, I continued my spiritual path. That was 83. Then I started to have visitations by people in my dream state. I call them people. They were from the Lords of Amente. And they would visit me in dream state and want to teach me about thought. I was going through my ordination. And this was back around 83, 84. And they just told me how powerful the thought process was. So I started doing meditation classes out of my home to help people. But when you know when you help others, you help yourself. And so I was learning about the process, too, by helping others. And then I became a Reiki master. And then in 2008, I was doing, I used to be a runner. I used to run, oh, my God, 20 miles a week. Loved running. And moved to a location where I couldn't run. So I took up yoga and did yoga in my basement for a year from four to five in the morning and then decided to become a Kundalini yoga instructor because since I raised the Kundalini, I thought Kundalini yoga is a spiritual practice where you connect in my morning meditations or I should say in my morning yoga I talked to my teachers. They, they taught me a process when I was going through my ordination back in 83. They taught me a process to how to always be attuned to the God frequency in your mind. You probably do it automatically because you're psychic. You just listen and you hear things and you act on what you hear. Mm-hmm. And so they taught me this process where I had to put a ring on my finger and each day and change it. And when I saw the ring, notice the ring to, uh, to stop and think, what are you thinking? Why are you thinking this? Is, is the thought loving? Is it uplifting? And so forth. And so you do this for 28 days and then it, it makes you attuned to their frequency in your mind. So I'm always, it's like riding a bike. Once you learn, you're always attuned to their frequency. So I hear them all the time when they want to tell me something. And I can, and it's a two-way street because I can ask them questions and they can, they give me an answer either through a vision or a thought or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just a <laughs> unique communication process, but anybody can do it. I have the program on my website. It's called the Ascension Master Program. And it's those downloads and instructions how a soul can learn to do the same process. It's, you know. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So that, let's see, that brought me to 2012. I was in South New Zealand in meditation, and a group of spiritual beings joined in my meditation. And it wasn't like I saw them. I just felt their presence, and I felt there were more than four, five, six of them. And I said, welcome. I said, why are you here? And they says, we want to join, rejoin your group. And I just thought, okay, I've had visitations before from entities, from angels and so forth. So it's okay, no big deal. That was in October of 2012. 
right before the end of the Mayan calendar, right. 21 December 2012, which Earth went from on 22nd December, Earth moved from the third dimension frequency into a fifth dimension frequency. And the teachings of the Golden Ones ended 11,000 years ago when Lemuria and Atlantis sunk into the ocean within 24 hours. What happened at that time, <clears throat> that's when there was a shift in the frequency in the Earth, the vibrational frequency in the Earth, where it went from a fifth dimension frequency to a third frequency, and the vibration was too low for the Golden Ones to stay on Earth. And so they left Earth, it did in 21 December 2012, they returned to Earth. Well, I didn't know all this at the time. What an incredible story that you're sharing. So 2012, I want to recap and just sit here for a minute. So if I'm understanding this correctly, in 2012, the frequency came back high enough for the Golden Ones to come back? I have a question for you. What do you know about stem cells? What if you could activate your own stem cells naturally? Are you suffering from any signs of aging? I finally found something that helps me, giving me more energy. I'm able to sleep through the night, no longer having any SI issues or pains or inflammation. Have you heard about the new stem cell activation technology? What if you could activate your own stem cells for less than a cup of coffee a day? I've been using stem cell activating patches for over 13 years. They have been life-changing for me. Head over to jenniferpilates.com and click on the link for stem cell activation patches to learn more. Again, head over to jenniferpilates.com so that you can learn more about the new stem cell activation patches to become a better, healthier, more amazing you. Earth vibrated. See, what happens is we're in the Milky Way galaxy. Mm-hmm. And the Milky Way galaxy travels through space constantly. It's like it expands. And when it travels through space, it goes through different energy frequencies. And so at the time, back 11,000 years ago, it was in the frequency of a fifth dimension frequency where the vibration was high enough where the golden ones could be on the planet. Well, as Earth entered into the third dimension frequency in space, and that vibration was too low for the golden ones to stay on Earth. Now, and then they returned in 2012. Well, what happens is Earth is a spiritual training school. Go ahead. I was going to ask when the vibration went from being so high to so low to back again that they're able to come back to Earth. I just wanted to follow that timeline. Right. Well, yes. So they're back now. The frequency on 22 December 2012, we entered into the fifth dimension frequency. The whole solar system did. And so the vibration on the planet is vibrating at a higher frequency. Now, this is a spiritual training school. When a soul first comes to Earth, And all souls come to earth to train specifically to serve God. They don't know it, but you're here until you make the ascension. You go on to the next level of your your spiritual path. Well, when you first come here, the soul vibrates at a lower frequency. It's like a training program. 
and the soul remembers nothing from their previous lives. And you have to be a highly educated spiritual person to even want to come to earth or to even be qualified to come to earth to train as a co-creator God. But when you come here, you know nothing. So you have no spiritual background to support you. You're on your own. And so a consciousness of me, 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 where the soul in the early stages are greedy, they're power hungry, they're abusive, they're into a, a sensuality. It's all for their self, right? Currently, we have many people on the planet like that, right? Right. <laughs> uh, the planet, we would say these people are corrupt, but they're in their early stages of soul development. And so eventually through karma, they learn to discipline themselves, right? It may take a while, but basically that's that's what they have to do. And that's what we all have done because we were there where they are now. And we just look at them and we have compassion for these people. So when the planet went from uh, a fifth dimension to the third dimension, a lot of souls came to this planet that are in training because that's the lowest level. And a lot of people died when the planet shifted from a fifth dimension to third uh, dimension because there was sinking of land and Mm -hmm. there was disruption on the entire planet. So a lot of souls died. But new souls came in. The new souls that came in are the lower frequencies who are in charge of the planet now. Okay. When okay. when was it now, that we went from... This is a I see. fifth to third dimension. Yes. That was 11,000 years ago with the sinking of Atlantis and Lemuria. Okay. Got it. When the golden ones had to leave. A lot of souls left. But the souls that came to the planet, all new souls all in the lower consciousness, me, 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 consciousness, vibration. These people are still on the planet now. And they're in control of the banking system, the corrupt governments, corrupt world leaders, industries, and so forth. But what's happening now, since Earth is in the fifth dimension, and on 22 December 2012, Earth started the golden age where souls no longer need to experience the death rebirth cycle. But it's going to take a little while for the corruption to leave the planet because the planet's vibrating at a higher frequency. And if the soul does not vibrate at a higher frequency, which is love, togetherness, oneness, compatibility with others and out of the me, me, me consciousness, and they're going to have to die. They're going to have to move on. They'll move on one way. They, you either have to convert to the fifth dimension mentality or your body cannot sustain the energy shift from staying in the third dimension and the earth vibrating at the fifth dimension. So these people perish. They come back again. There's nothing wrong with them. They just need to be retrained into a fifth dimension mentality, spirituality, which they will do under new parents, right? That's that's just the process. But for those that are on earth that are vibrating in the fifth dimension, 
they no longer have to experience a death rebirth death cycle if they learn to do certain things there's four things i have the, on my website i have the four things you have to do you have to maintain a alkaline body diseases live in only an acidic environment so you need to keep the alkalinity in your body above 7.2 7.3 whatever the ph level is and there's a, a simple formula for that it's just baking soda and lemon juice and you drink that whenever you start feeling a little tense or something coming on and it cures it immediately it's not like oh i have a cold i got to wait 7 days no you feel a cold coming on you take this baking soda and lemon juice and you're fine within maybe about a half an hour hour it, it raises the alkalinity very quickly in the body right so you need to do that you need to uh, clean your light body and there's a program called the prayer to remove emotional parasites that remove fears and ill feelings of self and others immediately within 15 seconds Jennifer you say this prayer and it works with your conscious and subconscious minds and moving it out of your light body into your heart chakra and it's gone in 15 seconds all right wow any fears i don't care if you have had the fear for 50 years it's gone within 15 seconds wow. so those are the two things you need to get your body back into a processing where you're normal then you have to there's a another prayer prayer protection that protects you from negative and malicious energies we say innocent energies because there's souls on earth that are trapped some call them earthbound i call them trapped souls because one there's a window when a soul dies there's a window of 3 days where they have to move to the next level of spirit or else the window closes and souls when they die they don't want to leave their loved ones so they stay behind and they become trapped here the prayer protection will move these souls to the next level of soul development if they want to move us do is to become consciously aware of their thoughts and feelings in every moment and act like a god consciousness out of love towards self and others so basically that's what a soul has to do so getting back to January of 2013 I'm into my yoga and they tell me I'm going to be a, a spiritual world leader and I'm laughing at them because I'm saying now this I can't believe everything hasn't been taught on this planet already then I'm going to come up with something new or you're going to tell me something or I don't know how it's going to happen but I I just couldn't believe it's going to happen so about a week later they wake me up at 2:30 in the morning. I usually get up at 3:30 to do my yoga. They wake me up at 2:30 and tell me to go to the computer and type whatever comes into my mind. So I I always follow them. I I mean, they tell me some crazy things and I just say okay and and I do what they tell me to do. So I go to my computer at 2:30 in the morning and I start typing and I write this story about I believe it was about Adam and Eve. and coming to earth and it got to the end what they in that writing it was saying that previous to earth a soul does not have a conscious mind they're guided by the heart of god like the animal kingdom or the other kingdoms 
But when a soul comes to earth, they receive a conscious mind to learn to create like a co-creator God. And they have free will, discernment, analytical abilities, and so forth. And it was like in the writing, because they mentioned that that's when Adam and Eve was kicked out of the Garden of Paradise. They became aware they were naked. Well, they were always naked, but it was like it wasn't a moral issue with them when they were in the Garden of Paradise. But now they had a conscious mind. And when when we're created, we're created in the image of enlightenment of God. We have within ourselves all the God characteristics embedded in our in our light body. But we come to earth, but they're in a raw form. We come to earth because we have to activate these God characteristics. And they have to go through the body from the third chakra, which is your feeling body. It has, they have to go to the mind of God, which is the brain, to be refined from a raw, a raw emotion to a God feeling. All right. It's like hate. And then when it gets refined, it becomes love or impatience to patience. And it has to go through the nerve center in the body from your third chakra to the brain. And through life experiences, you develop the way to discipline these raw emotions and to refine them into a God feeling. How I know this is I had to experience what happens is through the traveling of the emotion from the third chakra to the brain chakra, it creates frustration in the body of the soul because the energy wants to move to the brain and it's, there's millions of pathways. And so the energy is going here and here and here and the soul feels a frustration with this energy. And so it reacts, it yells, it screams, it, it, it does whatever it can to release the energy, the, the frustration that it's feeling. It's the same thing. I had to, when I did the ayahuasca in Peru back in 2003, 2004, I had to sit with the same feeling. I didn't know what it was at the time, but there was an agony in my body. And I'm in a ceremony with 16 other people and three shamans, and I couldn't do anything. I had to sit with this energy, with this agonizing energy for over two hours, not knowing. And I'm in the ayahuasca. I drank the ayahuasca. I'm sitting there. And usually you have visions and you go places and things like that. And I'm sitting there and I'm saying, why do I have this agony? I says, there's no thoughts in my mind that's, that is terrorizing me or anything like that. I just have this agonizing feeling. It was the same thing as Christ. It was in the agony of the garden. He had to be by himself. You have to be by yourself. And so we, we created a meditation program for souls that want to refine energies. And what you need to do is just sit there with this frustrating feeling, bring it up in your meditation, and then just sit there and tolerate the agony. And if you can do that, that's the quickest way to refine that, that God frequency that is currently controlling you, that 
you have no discipline on. I mean, if you're angry or yelling or you have hatred or you're jealous, have jealousy and so forth, there's, there's, you know, that energy has control over you and the soul needs to control that energy. And through life experiences, a soul learns that. But you can learn it a lot quicker now by taking that energy into meditation, bringing it up in your feeling body, and sit there and allow that energy to find the pathway to the brain. All right, simple program. I get through writing the first writing from the golden ones, and I got to the end, and I read it, and I thought, wow. I says, I can't accept this. I said, how should I sign this? And they said, the golden ones. I says, oh. So that's the first time that I knew who I was writings. They started teaching me who they were, what life is, the purpose of life here on earth, and the workings of the conscious mind, the working of the subconscious mind, how the subconscious mind works with universal mind, how a soul is always in training that all life experiences are, are created by universal mind in every moment, working out karma, assisting with your manifestations and your dreams, and how to bring these into reality, and what the soul's responsibility is in, in the creation process, and what their purpose is here on earth. So, through their teachings, I, I wrote while I was in upstate New York. And the first two books is just strictly their teachings, what they told me and what I had to experience and what I learned from it. And then in 2014, they told me to come to China. And I had a beautiful house with many, many artifacts in my home and so forth, paintings, books. And they said, sell everything and move to China. I had to, I had to sell everything. I said, okay. So I, I did that, and when I, when I came to China, and I kind of thought that the purpose of uh, moving to China was to write the third book, the advanced version of, uh, of the book. And uh, the book is the same name, How to Play the Game of Life. And I got that name, and when I was teaching meditation classes, I thought, wow, this is a great name for a book would be How to Play the Game of Life. And then later on about, my God, 20 years later, that was the name of the book. So I, I come to China. My money doesn't work. My credit card doesn't work. I eventually got to the airport at 8 o'clock at night, pitch black. Everything's closed down. I still have another 50 miles to go. And I found a, a taxi cab driver that would take me to where I wanted to go. It's kind of funny here in, in China. Everybody is loving, hardworking, cooperative. The government in China is like the government in the United States. Part is corrupt, part isn't. But I'm here, I've been here for eight years now, and they treat me extremely well. The government, local government, treats me extremely well. I get a visa every year. My wife is here. I teach English class classes to the kids. Somehow I became an English teacher. And that's what I do in my time here. I teach English to kids one-on-one -on -one from the ages of six to 15. The parents are very totally dedicated to wanting their children to be the best educated children 
and they believe by learning English, it will help their career. So I have about 30 students that I teach uh, English to. So now getting back to the golden ones, through the years and through experiences, they teach me what to do. I guess when I get to a certain level of awareness, they give me something new. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I just have to adjust my thinking. I'll ask them things and they'll just like, okay, um, they just let me go until a time comes when I'm ready for the next step of learning. But most of the teachings is for a soul to remove any obstacles from their life and to learn to live in harmony, balance, order, and unity with a God consciousness. And if a soul embraces what their role is and purpose here on earth and move in that they are gods and because they're in the creation process and embrace it, the, the power of embracing that will give the soul confidence and accomplishing their goals and realities and make their dreams come true. There was something they wanted to say. I'm trying not to interrupt to keep my our flow. My mind is now blank. To keep uh, our let's see. Oh, no. flow okay. going. I know we have a delay with our language, so I just want to let our listeners know. So I wanted to recap that Tim is in China and is it's 3 a.m. and we are having a little technical difficulties and there's a delay. So I'm trying not to say too much to inter not interrupt our technical wonderfulness when it's transpiring. But I did want to stop you for just a moment, Tim, to address who these amazing golden ones are. What if it was possible to have local fresh groceries delivered right to your door? Think of all the free time you'd have. Well, Instacart gives unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Forgot that special ingredient in your favorite dish? Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as fast as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area, and save time and money. I've been using Instacart for over three years. I started using them in Arizona, and I'm using them here in Florida. I love the time-saving convenience. They pick the freshest products, and they keep my eggs safe, too. To receive your first delivery free, follow the link in the show notes so that Instacart knows that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. Co-creator gods, and they had to come through the same training school on earth that we are in now. They're graduates of the earth training school process. They're blessed by the galactic center. They're administrators of this earth training school. They're in charge. Thank you, because this I wanted to mention earlier. We're here and we have this power if we understand who we are. If we understand that we're co-creator gods in training, there's a confidence, a power that comes with our knowingness. Now, all training schools have teachers. And when we're in this spiritual training school, we don't realize how elite we are. We are like the number one priority of God. So anything we want, we get. We have free will. We 
can do whatever we want. But if we need assistance, we have to ask. And this is what people don't realize. When they pray, they go, oh, God, oh, God, please, I, I want this. Uh, oh, I need this. My, there's a war going on. I'm running out of food. You don't pray like that. You talk to God like God's a, your friend. You have a, God already knows what's in your heart and in your mind. He knows what you're experiencing. So, but you have to ask for assistance, for guidance. And they are angels and archangels, which are here. We all have them. They cannot help us unless we ask for their assistance. Same thing in earth. You know, no one can help you, Jennifer, unless you ask for help. It's the same thing with our, our relationship to our, our teachers and spiritual guides. But this school is set up within this Milky Way galaxy as a spiritual training school. There's a, a energy force that's called the Galactic Council from all different star nations that head up this council. And if someone wants to come to Earth, they have to be qualified to come to the spiritual training school. When a soul evolves, they either come to serve God or they come to become an angel. There's a pathway. Do, you, do I want to serve God or do I want to become an angel? And it depends. Now, it has to be approved by your star nation because we all come from different star nations. And when we come to Earth, we take on this human form and then we start, initially we get activated on the consciousness of spiritual consciousness and subconsciousness and our relationship to uh, universal mind. It all comes when we come here. It's like a welcoming package. They cannot help us unless we ask for their assistance. And as we go through the initial stages of soul development centered that we're not going to ask so we learn, we learn not to ask, but I'm encouraging to, when you pray to God, don't pray the Hail Mary the, or the rosary to God. Tell him what your situation is, express your feelings, and ask for guidance and listen. That's the best way to receive assistance from your spiritual teachers and the angels and so forth. Tim, I was curious. I just wanted to go back a little bit there when you were talking about that when souls have this opportunity to come to school here on earth, that you come through one of two ways, being an earth angel or being here to, let's say, do God's work. How does someone know or do you ever find out which you are? I've heard and I've researched there's a group of earth angels here on earth. They're actually very prominent over in the UK. And so I find that very interesting. That's what you're speaking of now. So I'm just curious because I've always thought of myself as an earth angel. I've had numerous people say that to me and even to my mom, like before you realized maybe how spiritual one is. Jennifer, that's interesting because I didn't realize until you just said that earth is a training school for both co-creator gods and angels. The Golden Ones never told me that. They just said that, and maybe that's just because I'm here as a co-creator God. I didn't need to know about it. But now that you say that makes perfect sense, 
to have a training school set up for both earth angels and co-creator gods. It makes perfect sense. They're telling me that's true. That's true. This is a school for angels and co-creator gods. Very good, Jennifer. I learned that just now. Thank you. Well, thank you. I've always been curious and I've always really entertained when numerous people have said, as you go along your spiritual journey and you have different readings and people say, oh, you know, you're this or you're that. And I really believe that you have to resonate with something. And it wasn't until I really did a lot of research and I thought, I like to be grounded. I like to be a part of earth. I like to help. I think I'm like the earth angel trying to to do good and to raise the vibration here on earth. And so when you said that, it really resonated with me. So that's why I was curious about that. Well, I never thought about that until you mentioned it. And now it resonates with me, and I'm told that's true. They're telling me that's true. That will lead me to new writings and for my website. And that's very, very interesting. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Oh, you're thank no, thank you. I mean, it's sort of like we both just took a puzzle. We both had two pieces to so the puzzle. Where are we? And we just I, put them <laughs> together. <laughs> so in looking over your entire, because you've been studying for 50 years, being this amazing spiritual teacher. Do you have that one aha moment? It sounds like you've had many, but do you have one moment that is so special to you that you go, oh my gosh, that's the moment that I always think of when X, Y, and Z transpired? I think probably raising the Kundalini back in 1972 happened. Raising the Kundalini just didn't happen in like one moment. It was a series that took place over maybe about three months. And at first, when I was meditating, I started to receive colors. I would see beautiful colors, purples and greens and blues. That I There's no color on earth that could match the colors that I was seeing in my meditations. And what I didn't realize until afterwards is that when the kundalini rises, it activates each chakra. And so the first chakra that it activates is your root chakra. And that's where your connection to the Mother Earth is. That's like your aura. Those are the colors of your aura. And after I was going through the colors, I'm in meditation and I start feeling these sensual feelings in my body. Here I am meditating, thinking about God and trying to maintain my thoughts. And I start getting these very sensual feelings in my body. And I'm thinking, I'm saying, well, wait a minute. Why am I feeling these? I'm not thinking of anything sensual. Why am I feeling these sensual feelings? And so I let it go. And that lasted maybe about a a week or two weeks. And then that was my second chakra. My third chakra was the solar plexus. And then my solar plexus start beating, pulsating. And your solar plexus right below your rib cage, right below the heart. (laughs) And I was saying, wait a minute, is that my heart pulsating like that? Is something wrong with me? And I thought, so no, it can't be my heart. Now, I hadn't known nothing about chakras or anything like that. My body is just experiencing this. And I'm just saying, okay, it's I got this pulsation in my body. And I always, when I meditate, I always say the prayer of protection to protect me from any 
outside forces. So I knew that whatever was happening to me was divine, right? So I went through the pulsation process and my solar plex were pulsating. I hear a freight train noise in my right ear. The energy is moving up my arm. When the energy hits the cavity of my body, I take on this rhythmic breathing, uncontrolled. I'm sitting there. I'm just like, I'm just like watching and, and observing what's taking place in my body. My breathing starts taking place like a <laughs> rapid breathing. I have no control over it. It's just like takes off. And then I've got this energy in my body, the pulsation, the ear, the breathing, and all of a sudden, my eyes are closed, of course. My eyes, there's this brilliant light in my mind's eye. It's like, if you know what white phosphorus is, the, the whitest thing I know on earth is white phosphorus. In the military, we had an experiment with white phosphorus, and the white phosphorus is so blinding, you can't even look at it. You have to put shields on it. And so my eyes, I've got my eyes tightly closed, trying to get away from this brilliant white light. And then I started to spiral out of my body. And I spiraled out of my body. And at the time I was living on the Chesapeake Bay and I was over the bay and I didn't know where I was going or where to go or how to use the energy. And so I just put out a thought to my loved ones. I says, please return me. And Instantly, I started despiraling, going back to my body, and that probably was the most memorable thing. All those experiences just led me to be knowledgeable about many things I've learned by the teachings of the Golden Ones and through the ayahuasca drinkings that when, when I wrote something, when the Golden Ones channel anything through me, I have to experience it. I can't say, oh, this happened. Okay, I'll just tell everybody that happened. No, I had to authenticate what they taught me in my daily work. They would give me a life experience where it would be reflective of what was written that morning. I had to experience what was written, channeled that morning. I would have it in a life experience later on that day, and they would say, here, here's the proof. And I'd say, okay, thank you. You know, that was just part of the training. I would say, well, I appreciate all the experience that I had looking back on it. But a lot of times they, I won't say they tricked me, but they, when they tell me something, I go along with it. I, I have to be patient and understand. For example, I came home from work one day. It was in September, late September, and the goal said, go on a trip. I says, okay, where should I go? They said, go visit a shaman. So I said, okay. So I got on the computer and I searched for shamans and I found one in Peru. And I says, okay, I'll go to this one in Peru, not knowing what a shaman in Peru does or anything like that. And within 10 minutes, I signed up to take a trip to Peru in December for 10 days to be with the shamans. So when the trip came, I go to Peru, I flew into Lima, Peru, the capital, and then I had to, I had to take a flight the next morning to Iquitos was a city. 
a small city in Peru. <laughs> and from there, we got on a boat. There were 16 of us. We got in a boat with the shaman. The shaman's name was Howard Lawler, and he passed away last year, unfortunately. And we get in the boat with him, and we take this journey down the Amazon and then up this river. It was about an hour's journey. We get to his shaman site, and it's bamboo huts in the jungle, no electricity, no running water. And it's like, okay, this is where we're going to be for 10 days. So we're getting off the boat, and someone says, Howard, when are we going to drink? And I go, what do you mean, when are we going to drink? He says, drink the ayahuasca. I couldn't even pronounce the word the ayahuasca, Jennifer. Yeah, don't you know you're here to drink the ayahuasca? I says, no. I'm sure my teachers were laughing at me at that time, Peru, not knowing I'm going to drink the ayahuasca and then my experience with it. But I drank the, uh, that was in scheduled the trip in late 1999, got there in 2000. And then for the next five years, I went back to Peru at the same time to drink the ayahuasca because it was such a powerful learning experience. What I learned about the light body and and fears and how it's gum on the light body and a soul cannot vibrate. It's like a guitar, uh, the strings and the guitar, and that's what the light body is. And if there's, if you've got, something on the strings of the guitar, it doesn't resonate. It's not in tune. It can't vibrate. And that's what these souls that have fears and ill feelings of self Mm -hmm. and others have on their light body, they're not vibrating at a higher frequency. When you vibrate at a higher frequency, empower yourself, your dreams come true. Whatever you want, I always get what I want, but (laughs) I ask for little things. Yes, for things that improve my computer or, or VPN connection or get a podcast or something like that. My golden ones always take care of me. I'm not concerned about money or people or where I am or anything like that. As they always take care of me. I just meet the best people and so forth. So I don't worry about anything. And that's how everyone should be, not to worry about it. But you have to empower yourself to to have that consciousness and, and to and to make it work for you. I'd like to ask this question, Tim, to see your opinion on this, your thoughts, your feelings on when we talk about wanting to raise the vibration of not only ourselves, but of the earth. And with all of the shifts that are going on right now, especially after what we've all been through in the last two years, and here you are experiencing it in China, which I can only imagine has been very interesting. Are you sensing that people are being shifted and moving to certain places to help raise the vibrations of those areas because there's such this migration going on with people right now. And it seems all over the world, not even just in the United States, where you have so many people hurting out of one state into another. And you can't help but wonder the vibration is changing so much. I'm attuned to everything that happens in the world. I have always been like this, Jennifer, even in my younger days, I would know things before anybody else on the planet would know it. And it would just come to me from various sources. And I just knew things. And I know things now, like the real reason that Russia invaded Ukraine and the corruption with the 
the administration in the United States now and the corruption with uh, the leaders in Canada and Europe and so forth, that's all changing. That's all going to change very soon. There are gifted people that are allowing everyone to wake up. This corruption has been going on for the past 11,000 years. It's only coming to light now because of the vibration of the earth, raising the consciousness of the people into a loving frequency. So people are becoming more aware of those that are not in love and those that are not working for the good of everyone else. So the corruption's being exposed. It's gonna take a little time. When I say a little time, I was hoping it was gonna take place two years ago, but everybody wasn't awake two years ago. Um, Where are you, Jennifer? Are you in United States or Canada? I'm in the United States. I'm down in Southwest Florida. And I ask this because I feel there are certain places where the vibration is changing very quickly around here. And then there are other places where it's very heavy still. And what can we do to help change that? And I'm wondering if you're thinking, my other question was, do you feel when you see or feel and sense the end of this corruption, do you think, I know there's astrologers who are saying we have to wait till 2024, 2025. What is soon to you? Well, I'll I'll tell you, I do a meditation every morning. And I tell you, you have to ask for help from your spirit teachers. And so what I was doing is asking for cleansing of the earth. And I visualize in Mother Earth. I put a circle of light around her and then an armor of love, which is a heart shape. And I see the earth in the middle of that. And so I was doing that maybe a couple of months ago. And then they said, well, why don't you put the solar system in that circle? And I said, you know, if it's a very good idea, I can very easily put the entire solar system. Why just Earth? I can put the whole entire solar system in a circle of light in an armor of love and ask for assistance in removing the negative energy out of our solar system. And then today they said, why are you limiting that only to your solar system? The galaxy has many solar systems. So why don't you just take the entire solar system, uh, Milky Way galaxy, and incorporate that in a circle of light and an armor of love? And I go, wow, that's a great idea. So they are encouraging me to ask for energies for the entire Milky Way uh, galaxy to bring help in not just for our little star. Our star is just one billionth of the stars in the Milky Way galaxies. And all our loved ones come from the different star nations that come to earth to train for angels and co-creator gods. So bring the whole Milky Way into the meditation and ask for assistance for the entire Milky Way. So that's what I'm being guided to do now That's beautiful. Uh, I understand that people have to wake up. There's a lot of young people that still believe in green energy and so forth. You have a great governor, DeSantis, down there in Florida. He's very, very, very good. He's very Uh, good. Well, that's good. That's good. Florida's good. There's rumors of DeSantis 
if DeSantis ran for uh, presidency, he would do very well. But I, I think there's another lady. I don't know if you know of Candace Owens. Oh, yes. You know Candace Owens? Yes. Powerful. Black lady. Mm-hmm. Very, very powerful. Very articulate. Mm-hmm. Speaks the truth right from the heart. Well-educated. Speaks well. Very powerful. She will do a lot to bring the black population to support whoever runs for the next president, which I believe it will be Donald Trump will be back maybe within a year. <laughs> it's interesting you say that. I've been Not feeling two years. I've been maybe sooner. Yes, that's uh, what I felt we'll as well. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's something that if you do it, recommend it. It would give you a sense like you're doing something. You're doing something. You're asking for assistance to support the, see the angels and archangels and the co-creator gods, they can't really do anything unless you ask them to do it. So if you invite them in to clean up your community, doing something, and then what they'll do is they'll, they'll show you. Okay. I love that because I think you're right. We get so caught up in trying to do something ourselves and even being spiritual beings. We just get so caught up in how we're praying or what we are and what aren't doing that we forget to just call on God and the angels and say, can you raise the vibration here, please? So I can feel more at peace while living here. Jennifer, what you fail to realize is that your energy vibrates out. When you go someplace, don't you say people gather around you, even if they don't know you, go shop and you'll find that if you're looking at something, more people will come over and look at you. Do you know that little children stare at you? Babies will look at you. They see your light. When I go into what well, I see a lot of little children here and they'll just stare at me <laughs> and I chuckle because I know they see my energy. And your energy, whether you realize it or not, you vibrate wherever you go. And wherever you go, you uplift the energy there. Become more conscious. I go into this. I go. I ride a bus here in China. And they pet. If the bus holds 50, they've got 100 people on the bus. <laughs> so when I ride the bus and it's packed like that, I just ask the loved ones to remove all the negative energy off of these souls. And, and so forth, and vibrate my energy out to a system of one foot in spirit realm and one foot on the earth all the time to assist. Do what you do. Do make your heart feel good. Be true to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You can do more than you probably think you can. You're a goddess. I say women here are goddesses. They're co-creator gods looking to become uh, co-creator gods, but you're goddesses. And you, you're working through the femininity of God being expressed in the feminine energy. So your feelings and your emotions are more in tune than logical gods, most logical gods. But you're a goddess. And goddesses don't settle for second best. Goddesses get what they want only by asking God what it is. And they wait. They wait. They don't have to do anything. If you want something, all you have to say is, God, this, I'm a goddess. I deserve this. I don't settle for second best. And this is what I would like in my life. Boom. And wait for it to uh, manifest. It will. Women have more power than men because men have to do the work. 
Women goddesses don't have to do the work. They have the gods do the work for them. Whether it's a physical god or a spiritual god, the goddess, you're here on earth, you're a goddess, you're the elite. They have to take care of you. And the kingdom and the servants will wait on you hand and foot. Same thing as spirit realm. And um, they're waiting. When you when people wake up to who they are, that they're goddesses and gods, and they embrace that energy, and they know they're here to create, to serve God, the spiritual beings will support that. Thank you for that, Tim. I know that it's going to resonate with all of our listeners around the world. We need to remember this, and we need to come back and align into self and, and empower ourselves and remember that. Exactly, exactly. When this happens, this would be such a powerful place on earth. Yeah. So when you just said that, I just heard 12 to 24 months and I saw Donald Trump. He has shaken up the world and he is such an arrogant spiritual being. I just love him. (laughs) I agree. Well, the media, the media is changing now. The fake media will be changed in very shortly. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk is doing a great job to change that. But don't be surprised if Candace Owens becomes the vice president to Donald Trump. Yeah. She would be incredible. That would be a, a, a very powerful combination for women, for the black for freedom to uplift the consciousness of of many people in the United States and around the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. And, and so, Tim, I have to ask you something. I feel like I would be remiss if yes. I didn't ask you this question. Because you've been in China and you've experienced China through COVID, I'm sure you're, you're familiar with what we're seeing okay. on our side And particularly right now, we're being told that there's this incredible uptick and that China is shut down and that they're pulling people out of their homes. They're taking children. Is what we're seeing true? Are you seeing or hearing any of this? Because we know that the media is not always telling the truth. They're always telling a tale. And so I'm curious with you being there, I would like to educate our listeners because that's what we're about is empowering and wanting people to know the truth. Okay. First of all, the invasion by Russia into Ukraine was to stop any further spread of viruses and disease from those bio labs created by the United States and funded by the United States that were in and are in Ukraine. President Biden called Chairman Xi Ping and said that Ukraine was going to release a virus into China, I mean, into Russia. Xi Ping called Putin and told him that in early March, Ukraine was going to release a biological weapon into Russia to kill their bird population. So Trump is working with China and Russia and what's happening in the world. China knows that there was a, there's a biological lab in Taiwan that is like Ukraine. 
that is trying to put another virus into China. China knew this. And what China did, it didn't know what city it was going to take place in. So they shut down all the train stations throughout China. No one could travel out of their city until they found out what city was going to get the virus that they were going to release this virus in. They released the virus. Then they found out they released the virus. Everybody in Shanghai all of a sudden broke out with this virus. There's 25 million people in Shanghai. So they broke out with this virus. Now, the virus is not that deadly. Okay. It's like the flu, but they're overreacting. And what's happening in the United States is the flu shot in the United States affects your immunity system. It will affect your heart. It's not good for children. Little by little, what they want to do is depopulate the world by hunger, by your supplies, by food, by killing off certain animals and so forth, so that the people in charge, the third dimension corrupt people in charge of this training program, have control over the people on Earth. Now, the more people on Earth, the less control you have. So that's the purpose of the viruses and the starvation and the food supply, wars and everything. They're all set up to depopulate the, the world and to keep the corrupt in charge. But that's changing. That's why Russia went into Ukraine. No, will China go into Taiwan? No, but the, what they may do is something may happen to the biological labs in Taiwan. Uh, whether the United States does it on a secret mission backed by Trump or how it's going to happen, I don't know. But that's what they did. They shut down the train stations in China because they didn't know where the virus was going to break out, where they planted the virus to break out. It broke out in Shanghai. Now, they said, again, like the United States, there's good people in the government in China, and there's not so good people in the government of China. And that's being worked on, too. They separated the kids that were sick from the parents, but then they found out they couldn't. Con they, so the parents are back in taking care of the children in these confined quarantine areas because it was too much. At first, you're right, they did separate the parents from the children, but how they go about doing this, Jennifer, I just can't understand. I had to take two shots of the vaccine here in China. I had no side effects. The lady in China who had the vaccine in China went to the United States and they tested her and they said that, oh, she only had her protection, didn't protect her. It only protected her by... Uh, 3% and they had to boost her shot up 3,000 times, not knowing what they're injecting you in the United States with. The people, they, there's people dying, there's rich people dying in Shanghai from the virus, but those are rich people that paid extra to get the American vaccine, okay? Those are the people dying. Those who purchased the American vaccine because it costs more to get the American vaccine and then instead of taking the Chinese vaccine. 
But the Chinese government here is to protect the Chinese people. I say that <laughs> knowing there's challenges at the head of China, like there was challenges with Trump and the Biden and the corruption in the United States. Once Trump comes back in or whoever comes back in, hopefully it's Trump, things will start. That's what we're waiting for. Right. Worldwide waking up. Right. Well, hopefully it is before 2024 so that we can all I see know. a shift. And I'm so glad that thank you for sharing and being open and feeling comfortable enough to share about what's going on with China. I do feel like you're expressing there's good and not so great everywhere. And we want everyone to know the truth. Because again, everything that's put out there via the media yeah. is not always the truth. And so it's not always black and white, and we want everyone yeah. to know the truth. The Chinese people at my level, I mean, the local government is great. The police are great here. The people are humble, honest. I can't say spiritual. They're into Buddhism. They believe in something, but they're very honest, loving, truthful, honest people, and they want the best for their children. They want the best for their children. Mm -hmm. So, and they're hardworking people. If they will come up and create something. I know in the United States, when I had a car, if my carburetor broke, I had to get a new carburetor. In, in China, if so you've got a problem with the carburetor, they take the carburetor apart, find the little nut that caused the problem, replace the nut, and if it took them three hours to do that, they only charge you for the part, which may be like a dollar. That's how honest they are. They're not out to gouge you while I work four hours or it's $50 an hour or anything like that. No, extremely honest people. They don't make much money. They're very clean, very, very loving, truthful, honest, humble people, humble, very humble. My students come here and I'll offer to give them something. Oh, no, 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 that's okay. No, I don't need that. No, I have chocolate here. The little ones, I'll give them a piece of chocolate because the parents don't like them to have chocolate. But one piece of chocolate, they'll take that in with gratitude and appreciation. They get nothing for Christmas. On their birthdays, they might have a dinner and might have a cake. So I like to recognize their birthdays when it comes. Oh, that's so special. So, Tim, what's next? Very loving people. Aww. Very, very loving, humble, it's, honest, truthful. It sounds that way. And I, and I thank you again so much for sharing that because I think in light of everything that's going on and what has gone on in the world, that's very appreciative to hear you, who is actually living there, to share all of this. And again... Let's spread love and joy and peace and gratitude and know that there is good everywhere. We have to be open to seeing it and also helping to usher that in. And with that said, so what is next for Tim? My next thing is now that the website I feel is complete, doing podcasts, getting the word out to assist, to uplift the consciousness of the planet. That is to help individuals. I will talk to anybody from any place. If it will help one person, then that's uh, doing a podcast like this, up to a podcast with anybody. But especially you, since you're psychic, you know the uh, 
authenticity of, of what I'm saying because you, you just know when you talk to someone, whether they're full of bulla or uh, they're coming from the heart. And we always come from the heart, uh, like you come from the heart. Right. Whatever I can do to help you in your podcasting journey, please ask away. I would love to help you because I know that you're spreading so much love and light and joy around this world, and we need lots of it. So there's one last question. We get to this time in the show where I ask this one question, and it is, what is one thing that no one knows about Tim? Wow. My life is an open book. When I was little, I was afraid of the dark when I was little. And I would think that there was a boogeyman in my closet, which I know now that's not true. When I was little, I was one of 10 children, very poor. Jennifer, I had to wear my sister's shoes to school. We were so poor. It was a learning lesson for all. I had seven sisters, two brothers, very poor life. We moved every six months because my father, bless his heart, didn't make much money, but he would gamble the money, hoping to win it big so he could have a good monetary life. So there was no money for food or rent, and we moved constantly. When I was little, like I said, I had to wear my sister's shoes to school, which I was, they were the black and white uh, saddle shoes, I think they call them. Mm-hmm. I had to wear black and white saddle shoes to school that were my sister's which I was very humble and embarrassed to do so. But it was a learning experience. And and growing up, I wouldn't change any of that for anything. I joined the military when I was 18 because my parents couldn't afford college. So there was nothing in my family to keep me in Rochester. I was born in Rochester, New York, to keep me there. So the military was an obligation I had to do. Instead of being, in those days, you were drafted. So I wasn't uh, going to wait around to be drafted. I joined the Marine Corps and joined the Marine Corps, December of 67, and uh, joined the Marine Corps. And that's when I started experiencing life. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for your service. So, and thank you for sharing incredible, authentic story which truly shows the transformation that you've gone through through your entire life and to help others to be okay with wherever they are at, knowing that there's still somewhere that they're headed to. True, true, very true. So Tim, for our amazing audience, where should they go to get contact with you? Tell them your website, any social media, where's the best place to get in contact? Best place is the website is uh, www.thepathtowellness.com. And I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, but my website has everything on it. it. has all my old newsletters, podcasts, videos, blogs, ton of information. The books are there, free information. Everything's free. We don't charge anything for any. I do astrology and numerology charts, and I charge a minimum fee to do these reports only because it takes up my personal time. But everything else is free to download. Consultations are free. I love talking to people and and assisting them. So we don't charge for anything. The universe takes care of me and so forth. I I don't want to deprive anyone 
from receiving the teachings of the golden ones. So everything's free. That's so incredible. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Tim, and everything that you're sharing with us today and each and every day, all of the healings and incredible love and light that you're putting out to this world. I say thank you in honor of everyone listening and of myself. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being on the podcast, for taking your time, for getting up at 3 a.m., for handling our glitches between China and Southwest Florida. You have been a trooper and amazing, and I am so grateful to you. Jennifer, you know, what you see in others is what you have in yourself, and that's what you see in others. So, it's within you, dear. You you are a brilliant, brilliant service to humanity by doing your podcast. So we are very appreciative of having the opportunity to be on your podcast and to share with your audience. Oh. It's, it's our pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Tim. And if there's anything that I can ever do for you, you are always welcome back. You're a part of our Empowered Within family. Thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Thank you, dear. Of course. Well, again, thank you so much. And as we say, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Empowered Within with Jennifer Pilates. Your feedback is important. It helps me to connect with you and gives me insight into who you are and what you're enjoying about the show. For today's show notes and discount codes from today's sponsors, head over to jenniferpilates.com. Until next time, may you live an empowered life from within.